Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Thea Sam here. Welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it is a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Quick update from me. I had a great interview with a man named Dr. Joe Martin yesterday. And oh my gosh, his story is so good. It's just, he just has this incredible, like, it should be made into a movie or something. Uh, an unbelievable story. And ultimately, it leads to a story of redemption and and now the uh, creation of a ministry that I think he's had for, uh, gosh, I don't even know. I didn't ask, but a, a long time now called Real Men Connect. That's an excellent podcast. I interviewed on it last year. And um, and he just he just does a really, uh, really good job outlining his story and talking about how God redeemed everything. So I'm really excited to share that with you. It's probably going to drop this Monday. So stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, I wanted to share today about a subject that is really near to my own heart, um, and I've I've kind of wrestled with sharing it on the podcast, mostly because there's a lot of subjects that I'm really passionate about, but just because I'm passionate about it doesn't mean it's going to serve you, you know, and help you in the areas of sexuality, freedom, uh, integrity, all that kind of stuff. So I... I tread very carefully and um, and I try to make sure that everything I'm talking about on this podcast is helpful for you for those purposes. And so the the subject at hand today is uh, is things I've learned from the book of Proverbs in regards to sexual integrity, freedom, and I would just say an overall healthy life. And I am wildly passionate about the subject, um, but I've I've just made sure that when it came time to actually share on it, that I was doing it to serve you guys and not just because it's this thing I'm really excited about. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I've done this, I've tried to do this methodically and carefully, and I am excited to dig into the episode today. Let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, When I was 18 years old, I was at church one day. My dad was preaching as he did every Sunday. I mean, the first 23 years of my life, I literally heard my dad preach every single day. Sunday. Um, I miss Sundays occasionally. <clears throat> I had a, a little bit of a spell there in high school where I, I skipped church quite a bit, but uh, I, it was, it was rare beyond that season. Uh, almost every single Sunday. And, and by the time I hit honestly about 14, 15 years old, I was, I was the worship team. It's not like I was on the worship team. I was the worship team for my dad. So, you know, you were just at church every Sunday and uh, and then you sat in the pews and listened to the sermon. So I listened to him preach week in and week out. And man, I I mean, when you watch your parents do something uh, regularly, you learn a lot from them. And and most of it is kind of caught, right? My dad never sat me down and said, hey, son, here's how you preach a good message or whatever. Like it, it was just watching him. I learned. Um, but I can, I can tell you a couple messages in particular where they really stood out, uh, where it's like, okay, that was, that was a word, like dad really brought it. And there was one particular message and I, again, it, it, I don't really remember what he was talking about even in the message, 
But at the end of it, he said, if you want to grow in wisdom, read the book of Proverbs every day. There's 31 chapters. So read a chapter that corresponds to the day of the month. If it's the 7th of June, read chapter 7 that day. And then so on, so forth. And he was he was basically instructing like, there's a Bible plan literally built into the book of Proverbs. You have no excuse. Um, go for it kind of thing. And it was just one of those moments for me where it's like, oh, I can do that. Like that, that I can do. And I want to grow in wisdom. Uh, something that was often spoken about me from a young age was that I was wise beyond my years. And I always, I, I never really understood what that meant, but I always wondered, you know, what, what's it that, what does that mean? And how do I steward that well? And that instruction from my dad in that particular sermon just spoke to that, that area of my heart that always kind of wondered. So basically, since I've been 18 years old, I'm 31 years old now. I have read a chapter of Proverbs every single day. Uh, I know that sounds crazy. That's like 13 years. And uh, every day is actually not not fully accurate. It's probably more like five days a week. Uh, but I've done that very consistently. Uh, it's rare that I, that I would do any less than that. And um, man, you learn so much when you do something for that long. And so I love the book of Proverbs. It's just near and dear to my heart. And um yeah, I, I honestly think I'll probably start a ministry based around the book of Proverbs one day because I'm so wildly passionate about the subject of wisdom and everything else. Um, so that's a little bit of the, of the context here. This this is not something that I've just done flippantly. It's not like, oh, yeah, I read a couple things in Proverbs. I think they might be helpful for you. This is, uh, we're talking a decade plus of study here that has contributed to what I'm going to share with you today. And and I will I will do more on this for sure in the future. Um, but, uh, but I thought I'd at least, um, I'd give it a go today and we'll, we'll see, see what you think about it. Feel free to leave me some comments if you got, uh, got any thoughts. Here's, here's my, um, here's my, my take on the book of Proverbs in regards to sexuality. King Solomon is the wisest person to walk on the planet aside from Jesus. And, um, oh, Actually, sorry, just before I do that, before I do that, let me just, um, let me mention one more thing. In my study of the Bible, okay, the Bible at large, and then specifically the book of Proverbs, I have decided or decoded that rather that there are three levels or three layers of wisdom. There is wisdom acquisition. And um, wisdom acquisition is kind of like... um, it's almost like a transactional experience. It's that you you get wisdom and you kind of acquire it here and there. The biblical basis of this is the book of James, where James says, if anybody wants wisdom, he should ask for it. And so this level of wisdom is accessible for everybody and anybody. Anybody can ask God for wisdom and he will provide it. Okay, that is sort of layer number one. Layer number two is when you have wisdom. So it's no longer transactional, but you've actually accumulated um, a, a, a reserve or a, a you have a collection of wisdom. It's not just something transactional. You have extra, you have a reserve of it. And uh, the biblical basis for this, uh, sorry, and let me explain what this is. This is not transactional wisdom. This is not, um, I just get wisdom when I when I need it. It's that I, I have wisdom for most situations. I already have it. 
And we call this the gift of wisdom. And the biblical basis for it is 1 Corinthians 12, where Paul outlines nine gifts of the spirit. And one of them is, in fact, the gift of wisdom. And so you, you will notice people on in your life, rather, who just have something special about them. They, they have the gift of wisdom. They, they, they are, they're, they're wise beyond their years. That's kind of where that comes from. They, they, they have a wisdom about them where it's like, yeah, it doesn't seem to matter what the situation is or what the circumstances are. They, they have a response. They're able to offer something wise. And this is usually where people draw the line for wisdom. But there is a third layer. And the basis of this is 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, where it explains that Jesus became the wisdom of God. He became it. He didn't have it. He embodied it. So there's transactional wisdom, there's the gift of wisdom, and there's the embodiment of wisdom. Jesus modeled this. And when you, when you are the embodiment of wisdom, it means that it, it, wisdom is no longer about what you offer. It is about who you are. And it is that everything you do is governed by wisdom. Everything you think is governed by wisdom. Everything you speak governed by wisdom. And this was the life that Jesus led. He, he, he maybe started out at a lower layer. You know, I imagine as a, as a child, he was seeking the father for wisdom. And eventually he had the gift of wisdom. He, he built a, a reservoir and he, we know he did this at a young age because when he was 12 years old and he was left behind at the synagogue, he was having uh, lively conversations, dialogues and debates with the theologians of that time, the, the spiritual leaders of, of a region and, and even on a national level, Jesus is having discussions with them and, and they are marveling at how much he knows. They marvel at his wisdom. And if you want to take it a step further, both Luke chapter one and Luke chapter two mentioned that Jesus grew in wisdom. Um, I, I forget the exact phraseology, but it's that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with both God and man. That's kind of the summation of those two, uh, ver- those two scriptures. Um, although I, I forget uh, which one is mentioned in which place, if that makes sense. But anyway, the point is Jesus embodied wisdom. And my goal in life is to do that as well. It, it, is, it is to reach a place of wisdom so that everything I say, think, and do is one way or another governed by wisdom. It's no longer about just me having wise counsel or wise advice, but it is that I am wisdom. And, um, and anyway, that's, that's a little bit of, a, of an introduction to, to where we're going today. Now, I, I am not, um, the purpose of this podcast is not to help you ascend the ladder of wisdom, so to speak. That, that could be for another course, another time. Uh, like I said, maybe one day that'll, that'll be a thing. But there are some fascinating, fascinating principles and, um, I don't know, teachings that Solomon utters in the book of Proverbs that are really helpful for us in the discussion of sexuality and integrity and all that kind of stuff. So let me just uh, continue with the context I was providing earlier. King Solomon is considered the wisest person to ever live other than Jesus. It afforded him incredible wealth, wealth that nobody else has, has really seen before. Uh, as far as we know, we, we don't really know. It's, it's hard to translate some of these things into today's terms. Um, but what I've heard, what theologians have estimated, again, just in my own reading, I'm not a theologian myself, but 
but Solomon's wisdom was, is unmatched, even, even in today's standards. Solomon, uh, we know that he had a, a big network. We know that he was widely revered because uh, the Queen of Sheba came all the way to, uh, to see him just to glean from his wisdom. Like he was a, a ancient consultant. He's one of the first people to ever do something like that as far as we know. And, and just to have so much to offer that, that the affluent and, and world leaders are flocking simply to hear from him and, and to glean from him. And of course, this happens in other places earlier in the Bible, but probably not in the same magnitude as, as Solomon. So just consider this legacy that Solomon has left and then read the first eight chapters of Proverbs. And you will see that in the first eight chapters, they warn against one thing. Well, actually, I would say there's two primary messages in those first eight chapters. The first message is get wisdom. <laughs> it's like, hey, wisdom is really good. Here's why you should have wisdom. Here are the benefits of wisdom. Get wisdom. It's a good thing. That's message number one. And message number two is do not in any way, shape or form give in to adultery. Those are the two main messages of the first eight chapters of Proverbs, which is only 31 chapters anyway. Like we're talking 30% of the book here is talking about this subject, this issue at hand. Do not, do not under any circumstances give into adultery and get all the wisdom that you possibly can get. So these are the two main themes. Now we'll talk another time about, you know, why getting wisdom is so important and and how some of the skills that wisdom provides and some of the principles are actually paramount for healthy sexual healing and and healthy sexuality. And and it's not a stretch of the imagination. Trust me, when you get into this, it's amazing how much all this stuff uh, sort of intertwines with one another. But I wanted to talk about the second part, which is that here you have the book of Proverbs, you have this, the wisest man on the planet, and he chose to spend the first eight chapters warning against adultery. Now, if you know Solomon's story, you'll know that his one caveat, um, that's actually, that's putting it mildly, his, his one glaring mistake was that he had hundreds, thousands of mistresses and concubines. He was an adulterer himself. He, he was not faithful to his wives and he was able to somehow justify it, you know, because of his wealth and his authority and the power he carried and whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, he was an adulterer. And yes, there were, there were norms in that day that he followed. Uh, there were also norms in that day that he stretched. And, and so he, he definitely committed adultery in, in so many different ways. And so I, I think it's interesting that here we have the chronicles, or not the chronicles, but, but the takeaway principles, the takeaway lessons from a man who lived an incredibly affluent and impactful life. And yet his warning is against adultery. So it tells us something. It tells us that no matter what kind of success you are pursuing, whether, whether it's really noble and you want to be a successful father and a successful husband, or whether it's something, um, you know, like you want to run a successful company, you want to amass wealth like Solomon did, there is a very clear warning and it is that you are to guard at all times and at all costs against adultery. You are to guard against adultery. So it's the number one thing and, and it is the number one reason why when I get on the phone with guys who are like, okay, Sathya, I need help 
what do I do? The number one thing I hear them say is that their struggle with pornography or masturbation is stopping them from fulfilling their dreams in life. They have dreams that are on hold because of this stupid nagging issue. And man, that that was it for me as well. I, I get it. And it, it's why when I read the book of Proverbs and I, I remind myself, yeah, you know, when I was struggling with pornography, I was I was shooting myself in the foot. I wasn't performing as well in my work. I wasn't as motivated in my life. I was robbing myself of God's call. And and Solomon utters this warning against adultery because he knows, he knows how much it can ruin a life. Even if you have all the riches of the world, all the success, all the fame and fortune, it can still ruin you. And we're experiencing that today in our society as more men struggle with with pornography and other sexual issues, it becomes a real problem. It, It really hinders us from achieving our goals and pursuing the things we want. So number one, remember that that growing in your sexuality and experiencing freedom is one of the best things you can do to preserve your success, whether you have it already or you intend to have it one day. Number two, and another thing to, to glean from the book of Proverbs is that um, if you read the book of Proverbs, you will see that wisdom is personified as a woman. It's fascinating. And, uh, and, and for whatever reason, um, you know, Solomon chose to, to kind of phrase it this way and frame it this way. It's that, uh, you know, whim, uh, it says wisdom calls out in the street. She, she says, he who has ears, let him hear. You know, it, it's constantly personifying wisdom as a woman. She does this, she does that. Interestingly enough, of course, adultery for Solomon involved hundreds, thousands of women. And in many ways, he is painting a picture here of, of two paths. Both involve women. One is the, the women that lead to adultery and one is the woman that leads to wisdom. And it's a great, it's a great parallel that, that wisdom is always the superior choice and choosing monogamy, choosing one woman is always the superior option. There, there's, there's layers to that. And, and again, I'm reading into the text a little bit. It's, it's not overt. It's not outrightly spoken. But, but you, when you read the, the poetic books of the Bible, there's, there's four of them. You, uh, is there four of them? Did I get that number right? Anyway, there's a, there's a handful of, of them that are considered poetry or the poetic parts of the Bible. It's very important that you learn to decipher the text. You, you have to kind of understand the subtleties and the nuances. And so this, this path is very important for us. And, and Solomon is drawing a line. He is saying, look, this, this is what your life should actually look like. If you follow the woman that is wisdom, if you, if you ignore adultery and you choose wisdom, here is what your life can look like. Here is what your life will, will abound in. Here, here is the blessing you can expect. Here, here are are the, here's the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding. And, and he just, he paints this picture of, of two different realities, but he uses women to personify both. Uh, in adultery, it's kind of obvious, but wisdom as well as personified as a woman. It's, it's beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. Now, uh, the, the last thing I, I would say that, that you can glean from my understanding of the book of Proverbs after 13 years of study and of regularly reading is this, wisdom is available for all. 
Wisdom is available for all. And this very much uh, cross-references James. I, and I, for, I don't have the reference on me here. But in the book of James where it says, he who longs for wisdom, he who desires it, ask for it. And I want to encourage you, uh, wisdom is available for you. It is not reserved for the elite. It is not reserved for the um, the scholarly or the super theological people. It's it's not reserved for uh, the, I don't know, the, the accomplished or the diligent, like anybody who wants wisdom. That's the only qualifier. Do you want wisdom in your life? Do you want wisdom to uh, avoid the pitfalls of the adulterer and live a, a life of sexual integrity? Do you want that? Perfect. Ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom in it. That, that's all that's required of you. You don't need to be able to study the Bible. All you need to do is ask for it and God will give it. He is, he is generous with his wisdom. He does not, he doesn't vet you and, and assess, okay, well, you know, what are your credentials here? Do you really deserve the, like the, the good stuff, the good wisdom? It doesn't work that way. Now, one thing that does happen going back to the three layers of wisdom is that you will find as you grow more in wisdom is that God will give you more wisdom. It, it's, it's the classic uh, parable of the talents in Matthew 25, where if, if you steward what's given to you, the, the wisdom that you do have, if it's stewarded well, it will afford you more, more wisdom. That, that principle of stewardship applies across the board. It's not just a monetary principle. And so with the wisdom you have, use it well. Stretch it as thinly as you possibly can, as in use it as much as you possibly can, and God will grant you more wisdom. And then you will become more wise and you will ascend the wisdom ladder without even having to listen to a podcast about it. So that is my encouragement to you today, guys. And I, I want to I wanna specifically, and I just want to clarify that in the area where you want sexual healing, ask God for wisdom. As you listen to this podcast, you know, you're going to get more insights and tips and strategies and tools and all kinds of different things. Just ask God for wisdom. Above it all, pray for wisdom. God, grant me wisdom to know the right things, the, the, the things that I need to apply in my life. God, what are the things that I'm learning here or elsewhere? What are the things that I need to, to run with in my life? I, I highly, highly encourage you, ask for wisdom and God will grant it. You, you might hear God speak in a moment. You know, the moment you ask it, he's going to give it right back. Or you might find that as you pray those prayers, you suddenly start to connect dots that weren't connecting before. You suddenly start to see things in a different light. You, you have new perspective. It's, uh, it, maybe it's easier to acquire peace in a situation that would otherwise be stressful. You're, you're going to start to notice things will change uh, almost suddenly, uh, subtly, almost under the radar without you even knowing. So, so pay attention as you pray for wisdom and watch and marvel at the way God honors it. Hey, I'm cheering you on. I already see you as a man of wisdom. The fact that you listen to a podcast like this shows me that you have some form, some measure of wisdom and whatever measure you have, steward it, use it well and ask for more. There's always more for you to have. And as you do, as you grow in wisdom, you will grow more toward that path, that monogamous path that is free of the adulterer, free of sexual sin, free of the lust of the flesh and ripe with sexual integrity, understanding, wisdom, and honor. And lastly, let me just say that if you are looking to grow more in your wisdom practically, if you want to understand the book of Proverbs better, uh, we include a pearl of wisdom in our weekly newsletter.
So it's, um, it's embedded in there. And uh, we just, I really believe that if you grow in wisdom, you will grow in your sexual integrity. I honestly believe it with all my heart. So that's why we include it. So um, you can go to my website, sathiasam.com, scroll to the bottom, uh, sign up for the newsletter, and uh, you'll get that delivered to your inbox every Thursday morning, I believe is when uh, our team is sending them out. And when they get sent out, you can experience a pearl of wisdom every single week. So thanks so much for listening. I am cheering you on. Have an incredible day. And we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.